0: Morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Match media alongside Mike in Crime. Ricardo, Medina.
1: Hello everyone. Hello, hello, hello.
0: And this is another episode of BBB Radio. And at the time of us recording this, uh, we're a week in. Into you know the the 95th Academy Awards, so I have uh, two more um, Oscar nominees that I'm going to talk about. Oscar nominee. The films I'm going to talk about. Uh, I will do you know the final you know best picture nominee that you know that I'll, that I'll, I'll be covering in the show here. That will be Women Talking from director yeah. Sarah Polly. Um, I will talk about Living. You know which which picture uh, which features. Sorry, um, uh, Bill Nye. We will talk about the season three premiere of The Mandalorian. Sure. Um, we will talk about, you know, the long awaited creature tree. You know, we finally checked it out and, you know, we'll share your thoughts on that. But uh, before we begin though, you know, um we 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 had to talk about some some outrage, man. Some some selective outrage, if you right. will, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Um, unfortunately I, for me, um, I, 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 I didn't get around to seeing it on, on Netflix, yeah. but uh, because I don't have a Netflix account, right? <gasps> wow, right? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ricardo, in a nutshell, you know, you just want to mention what... You, well, that's just what Selective Outreach is.
1: Right. So, well, I didn't get to see it either, unfortunately, okay. in its entirety, because Netflix doesn't allow live service or live streaming by in... Turned out? I'm not sure. Like, basically, okay. I just tried to, I tried to run it. I thought it was finished. So I thought, where the be, was a live stream and then you get to record it. So that might be the case still. So I might right. watch it. But I didn't see the whole thing. What I did see, however, was just, uh, well, the, the big clips spreading online the last roughly eight minutes or so and he just like, effectively just went up on Will Smith uh, yes
0: yes and and Jira Pinkett Smith of course right yeah and then yes. like, he,
1: he right so yeah like, let's talk about this. Well, the, the, the drama of, of roughly last year uh a, a little less than a year ago uh mm-hmm. well Will Smith uh, assaulting Chris Rock at the Oscars live Right, I yes, and then and still, of, course, you know, and
0: of course you know the infamous line, keep your wife's name out your fucking mouth. And right. yes, folks, in this segment we're gonna be we're gonna be dropping F bombs, right? Because right. I mean it's it's Chris Rock, right? He said them, right. so we just more or less, you know, paraphrase <laughs> it here, right? So whatever.
1: We're, 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 <laughs> we're, we're the stenographers, right? So yes. um yeah, so he just like he ran off on them, he just made, you know, all the brutal stuff about uh I surprised he didn't go there, but he went off on the whole situation. Wait, well, it's not the situation, the entanglement thing. And uh, he just, like, big for the whole Deb or uh, Deb doing that shit in public and how kind of borderline sociopathic it was because that was always weird to fucking me. Like, seriously, early, early, you know, this dirty laundry, like, that, is, that, is something that should be a thing. Why is that a thing? Like, he, he got off on that. Yeah, uh, he got off on Will Smith's size compared to him, which is a really good point. Um, You know, Will Smith, like, attacked somebody who was an easy target, if you think about it. Uh, we try to make himself look big out or nothing. And, again, this selective outreach, that was pretty good. And then... Uh, he went off on the actual entanglement. but what I thought he would have done, what I thought was funny, is he thought... I thought he would have gone off on the whole... Well, I forget the guy's name. Um, Or oh, yeah, oh, but... uh,
0: August, August Alcina. Al, right. Alcina.
1: So, yeah. I don't know if this is true, because, again, it's one of these gossip things that I just click for two seconds and then really pay too much attention. But he came out as gay, right? Did he not?
0: Uh, I... No, to be honest, I don't know.
1: Right? Because I remember, I remember people making jokes about it. Like after all of that, he's a gainer. Like that, you know. That's what I think. So I'm not sure. So I don't know. I didn't really get it But I thought, I thought you would have mentioned that So it's probably not true. Probably not a thing.
0: Uh, yeah. I, but, I, I I probably would have known about it. I I probably okay. would have been one of the, the, the first people to um right. to to to, to I, see it because I'm exactly. familiar with his work now. You know
1: his music. Okay. Right. But yeah, he kind of just went off on the, that whole thing and he just, like, went off on, um, call it Will Smith a bitch, call it Will Smith a bitch, call him Will Smith a Well, bitch. yeah,
0: call, call him Jida a bitch, yeah. Jida
1: yeah. a bitch too, right. I mean, he call him, mostly everybody calling Will Smith a bitch, you know, breakfast club, man. Well, you see, well and, you
0: see, um, Charlamagne go call him a bitch. Yeah, yeah Even Black-off drink champs call him, man, him um,
1: a bitch. Drink champions, right, all of that. And then, yeah. he make, he, he flubbed the joke. Because you can tell you' scared oppressed of press to it, you are still, like, pretty angry about the whole thing. About, yeah, that, especially well, Will
0: Smith well, that that's with the with the whole Oscar stuff way back when, when, right. when Chris was hosting it. But I'll, right. I'll I'll share some some quotes from it, right? Yeah, don't flab- some.
1: You flubbed you flubbed the joke because about he flubbed the joke by saying uh he said he was, said, it was, it was, was
0: it's, the shouldn't Instead of concussion, not, not, right? The concussion, yeah.
1: Right, right, right. But then he, he, he because the whole line was uh think about concussion, and then the the punchline would have been that he gave me a concussion. That's the joke. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he also kind of fucked up a fact about the thing You he talked about um uh. How with this, I, I play a zebra, but he played a shark, which he didn't do in it. no, well, he no, well
0: he, he's referring to shark tail, like right? But shark, but shark
1: r- it was a wasn't. small
0: fish, no, right? Yes, because yes, that's fish, true, too.
1: right? That it. no, uh, uh,
0: sorry, it's just in the promo, you see this big ass shark, but remember, it was no. small, will as you no, that, um,
1: and... that was that was the that was uh, the character, and then I right. forget Jack Black, I think, was Jack, here, the Black, guy.
0: Jack Black, that's what it was, yeah. Right. I only so saw i remember he, wanted, I remember but, he but, just kind
1: of fuck up that fact but whatever it's fine like i get the joke the the, the spirit of the concept of his, but i, I suppose you could you could tweak that a little better uh but yeah that is about it um yeah it, you know you make a great bit about um uh, you he say you'll never be bareback even though i think he was bareback in some bit it's a movie he was uh
0: oh um i i, mean, I, I don't talk about it. well sorry i don't know the show but i know the joke that he mentioned um, right, the shit-less oh, you know, yeah yeah the shit-less joke, yeah
1: Right. And he said, I said, but it was a good bit. Like, he really went out went there because, yeah, it, it, it's a little ridiculous. Their relationship and that whole thing, how nobody calling out how, yeah, Jada kind of full of shit. And she, she like, I like admit it, she still kind of dog back for Tupac after how much? All these years, right? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Months, oh, yeah. You know, clearly, dog back for Tupac after 30 years or whatever the fuck, right? Like, it, it's a little ridiculous. And that whole thing, like, I'm really glad that he just kind of called that out for what it is. And yeah, it is the perfect person to call it out. And then, when he did the, the joke. Went, I saw this before so i knew people was gonna like i know the joke was coming because he said it i think in a public statement or some article where he said oh um he glad to see wilson get whooped and you know
0: right yeah I I, I I saw that too prior to to the Sam special right too. right so that's about it
1: yeah that's all i know i didn't watch the thing i'm probably gonna make the effort to watch it after netflix if netflix want to put it up because i think it's not out as a recording which is kind of weird like seriously uh okay, well, that,
0: well that explains it um but yeah i i think i am not sure if we if it'll be out for like a limited time because that won't make any sense because right mean, people well, are talking about this right but um I assume, I, yeah.
1: because i don't know netflix making money off of this in particular like it just like it, are you paying for it like a live like a live thing i'm not sure sure going on but basically when i tried to run it on netflix it couldn't run so i assume it was okay. going but i waited for it to end it so i was thinking oh well i'm gonna just see the recording of it not watching it live now but that that didn't work either and i, I checked it this oh. morning it didn't work either so oh, wow. after the show, after we record here, I'll probably make the effort to watch it to see the entire thing, see what joke team can we we'll probably like talk about it next week. Whatever it is. but we have to talk about this now, you know, because it's fresh and hot now. Right. So oh yeah, but, yeah. I, I just thought that shit was actually really goddamn funny and hilarious. Like, goddamn, that was funny as hell, though. It's a good It, it was, but, but you can it, tell it you was. could tell he was re- like le- like legit press when going through it, eh? like he was like mad. Like like <laughs> Yeah. Straight up angry about it, eh? You can really tell, you know, this comedy bro- voice is breaking a little bit. I've got kind of take that. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. Like, like, even though, you know, Chris Rock doing the whole chuckles, you know, he's usually do the chuckles in between jokes, right? But right. nah, the man was, was pissed. At yeah. you know, the end, the last
1: slide is greater. Eh? About oh well, well I, I, yeah. I want
0: I want to share. I want to share please, right? Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: So yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: right. So of course, you know, as we said, you know, this is all about, you know, Suge Smith, right? As he called him right? yeah. Right. 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 Um, yes. but I just love how it all starts, up right. I just do a little rundown, if you will, right? So Chris basically say that he's not gonna play the victim card, so no, you're not gonna see him on Oprah or Gil King crying about getting slapped. And he says, Um, I took that hit like your motherfucker, you know what I mean? And speaking of um boxers right. now. You know, um, well, this is to the whole shitless joke now. Uh, he was talking about how, you know, Will is significant, significantly um, bigger than him, right? Right. Um, and, you know, it's like, well, he reminded us that, you know, um, you know, he played Muhammad Ali, right? And right, what? Right, right, right. Well, he yeah. played Pookie in New Jack City, which I love. I love that joke, right? right? Um, but is the entanglements something I love, though? Can you say, you know, um, can you say, like, everybody that really knows knows he had nothing to do with that shit? Okay. I didn't have any entanglements, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's how the audience went off with that right yeah and they went in deep he was like Jada was fucking her son's friend right that would be august yeah. alcina right uh yeah. but it's what you say afterwards so everybody in here have been cheated on none of us have ever been on um ever been interviewed by the person yeah. cheated on us on television right? okay if you yeah. remember that really cringe um cringe. You know, viral moment thing. with yeah with the red table with with yeah. uh will and Jada. that was that was so weird right yeah. um and yeah, because of that, of course, everybody call Will a bitch, right? And everybody call, you know, Jada a predator, right? And who he hit? Me. That's <laughs> yeah. how we say that, right? Um, and then we then he gets into the Oscar stuff, right? You talk about how years ago, Jada um, told Chris that he shouldn't host the Oscars because Will didn't get nominated for concussion. Yeah. And yes, yeah, this love that. the joke he said emancipation, right? Be correct. So afterwards, right? Um So yeah, he makes some jokes. She started. He finished it, right? Nobody's picking on, on the bitch. She started, right? That, that's right. that's his words, right? Um But it's nearing the end of that love though, because he's talking about how he was rooting for Will his whole life. Right. He actually yeah. Mentioned, you know, um,
1: plan he was here.
0: Yeah, seen him perform. Um, oh gosh, what is his uh, song we'll player? Well, I, um,
1: so I don't yeah, know I different
0: DMC. On yeah. you know, one of his favorite songs is brand new funk. And yeah, brand new funk is that classic in my opinion. Yeah. Um uh, I know he watched emancipation just to see him get whooped. And he, um, he say what well, you say like got me rooting for Massa. Hit him again, Master. You missed his yeah. spot, Master. <laughs> that, that was that was hilarious, right? But then it's the last part, the last part that, that I just fucking love, Joe, where he says people are like Chris, why didn't you go why why didn't you do nothing um back back during that night Because yeah. I got parents, because I was raised. And mm-hmm. you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. Right. Like drop standing <laughs> ovation. Yeah. Yeah. special done, I clap and all too. I was like, yes, that is how you end a special, yeah. oh my. I didn't right. see the, the, the 53 minutes before or whatever. Uh, But yeah, boy, that, that is like the perfect way to end that. Though. And, and I, I make the joke, like just making a joke to myself, I tell myself, that going to be the quote of the week. trade. Don't right. fight in front of white people. <laughs> right. It's, it's brilliant. No, yeah,
1: that's, nice, that's, a, that's a good, it's a great point. Like, look, the, the founding of trailer that was straight up based on our idea. Like all the shit that eric williams and rudy capito had the, in the days and thing don't fight in front of these british people don't try to talk to these white people like stop fucking around please like it's little things like that like will smith is so you know anyone bullshit head now and, uh, i just think that whole them will and jada airing the dirty laundry was always really fucking weird too like i don't understand I why know, right? thing. But this is a thing that you should talk about in a public space in that way and it's clearly like
0: and, you know in, in their heads it's like well you know no, and you know, I'll tell you the reason why. Because they didn't want to be the type of Hollywood couple that would, be, you know, um, split up because of something like that. Now, they want to show right. that, oh, you know, we we strong yeah, just, and we're working yeah. together to keep the, the marriage afloat. So let's sit but, down it, and talk and about see, it, but air it out was the world? Oh, that was, yeah, but that, I, that see, is weird, you
1: know? No, you see you see, what insidious about it is that, look, if if you're doing nothing and you, you, you say, oh, well, people... Not, because clearly it's for Will Smith to not be pressed, right? But like, all right, well, then why are you getting pressed off of a shitty joke that Chris Rock made, right? that is the problem why are you making why are you getting pressed over that? and it's like a real dumb joke like whatever now nah. what gi like it ain't, it ain't that great of a joke like in my opinion, because i thought you would make a dormology joke like whatever
0: nah. uh, but the point even he... chris and i'll say you know it's a gi gene joke like, it's nothing, like you know? yeah
1: like it's, a, it's such a weird detached joke that is kind of funny was like whatever so she, but she get pressed there she clearly get get mad over that now nah. Like all right, well, with your point that if, if the whole thing is about being stoic and all, we could just air out everything. That yeah, Chris Rock is now a problem for you, but apparently not. She can handle that bullshit. It, it real weird. Like whatever. Moving on.
0: Yeah, but I'll close with this, right? I am yeah. I am looking out for not so much from Jada. But I'm I'll, I'll looking out for like a video, not so much a press statement, but a video from Will yeah. talking about his thoughts on what Chris said. We probably yeah. might hear anything from from uh, from GWC, but I have a yeah. feeling will, will will see something, and I yeah. I can't wait. It might be as weird as when he was um. You know, addressing um, which happened like late last year, where he was addressing the slap and how he felt, and yeah. you know, emotions and all that kind of and stuff. You know, that, that, that was Those were real weird and kind of yeah. cringe too. But yeah, I feel there might be something like that that he will do, boy. but um, yeah. I mean, I want to make this sound like some kind of rap beef or something like that, though. But we'll have right. to see some. We'll have to see some. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I
1: mean, I mean, to be me, to me, at this point, he probably shouldn't. Like in my humble opinion, just take your L, move on. Like, but you know, we will go see.
0: Yeah, we will see, we'll see. But, um, selective because outrage, was, though. I go on, go on, sorry.
1: Yeah, no, it was super weird to me to see how many people get like real mad at Chris Rock for the whole thing and why people so mad at Chris Rock for this thing now. And people going off on whole Chris Rock attacking black women and so on. So on. I was like, yeah, but like it's a real shitty dumb joke. Like, who cares, though? Again, exactly. Again, you had to study why does that, why, why does that Will Smith, why does that Jada have Will Smith in a position to do something like that? That's my point. So you're trying to tell me like that is where the conclusion of that is it just that is super weird to me whatever
0: yeah it is it is but um but yeah but chris thank you so much for dropping this though um <laughs> i didn't even know about it till like about a couple of days before it aired though and i right. I, I mentioned it to you ricardo but yes. um you know the world needed this though this 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 is this is clearly just chris just just um laying it all out there though Just just you know um you know, just just rem- I don't want to say removing the skeletons of of the closet. That that's the wrong term. He's letting off some extra baggage off his shoulders, though. And, right. Um. To tr- trust me, the world, the world, world, will be praising him for that, though. For no, you, I, I, I mean, would say for the next it. few
1: days, you know what I mean? yeah, <laughs> yeah, he used it. He really used it because again, it still has so many people like justifying the slap and thinking, he, boy, you should have slapped him, man?" It's all this kind of thing. It's like what? It's like for this, for that joke. Uh, I it is it still bothers me a, like exactly.
0: for that. And, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm close this I can't wait for somebody can you know it'll happen somebody next week at the Oscars, to the Oscars again um I I don't even know I don't even know but yeah. I'm a feeling somebody will not just mention the slap but they will mention what Chris said like it's, it's a hot-button topic. Somebody yeah. had to bring it up. Somebody yeah. had to bring it up, though. I just can't wait right. to see who, you know what I
1: mean? i, I just trying to think of who the, who the host is. Maybe it's somebody like Jimmy Kimmel or some lazy shit like that, That like, okay, whatever.
0: Oh, well, let me just look for it quick. Yeah, quickly, look for it quick, because because I forget quickly, who the who host is, We have right. time, we have time. Hold on, huh? All right, so it's going to be host by uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Oh, big fucking yeah. surprise. He always fucking hosts and shit. <laughs> I, God, I know, right? Yeah. Just that's so remind that, that, that he still exists, boy. You know, I mean, Jim just C- being real, just
1: being real, right? Oh, no, C- <laughs> you C- C- real goddamn corny, dude. And he real lose like like me with he with the whole when um, I think his Quinton Bronson win something at Emmys, I think, and he had some weird shit. We use this there as a bit, I'm like, dude, there's it, not the it's not the right time. You could you stop.
0: Know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. All right, so uh, let's talk about um some Mandalore stuff now. Let let's joke. talk about the season three premiere All of right, so the Mandalorian.
1: I, I gotta make my dumb dad joke before we continue. My dumb dad joke. Uh-huh. uh yeah, I'll say is that you know going going from this from Andor to this show is a bit tonally jarring. <laughs> right, that's it. Stop it. Right, yeah. enough of that nonsense. Let go.
0: <laughs> no, I, I thought you was gonna mention Last of Us for a sec though, because it's Pedro Pascal right? But yeah.
1: Nah, nah, nah. nah. I don't I don't know do A dumb dad joke. But dub dad joke, that is it. Uh yeah, uh you know, this this thing it it I don't know if, if it are uh, not as hyped. But yeah, uh, I do kind of ruins that was for me, like if it's not Andor <laughs> or something like it, it quality is here, boy. though? is it quality chalk yeah? and cheese dread?
0: Yeah, boy, just... like, like, here's yeah, but like, here's the thing, like, we still, we still fucks with, with Mandalorian, huh? right? But compared to the, just what we got with Andor, it's like, yeah, boy. always. like two different shoes, literally yeah. two different shoes you're watching here. You know what I mean, two
1: different yeah. shoes, chalk and cheese. I like, I yeah, that's watching as like, this is the same universe, boy, because they, they bring back Babu Frick, was the character there, Babu Frick, I think from episode nine they bring my the for crazy this i like wait but this is real oh, right real, right yeah. right right yeah This real goofy this i Like, way, boy this is nothing like i don't like i don't just put me that space like i have no patience with this at all though whilst <sighs> if before if i don't exist i'd be like all right it's funny insurance shit whatever but that was just like yeah this this like this, this real. do you're noticing it boy real pressure real pressure yeah go ahead though.
0: Yeah, um, so pre- pretty much this is um chapter 17, the apostate. state. Uh, yes. to be honest, I don't really like look at these episodes as chapters, so I know, like, oh, well, back in you know, in, in chapter 13, which is like what season two episode something, I know, yeah. like that, right? But anyway, right, um, I actually really dug the opening of this though, where yes. um, I thought that was a flash, I thought so too, and and, and uh, you could tell that they designed it to look like that, right? Where you think, oh, it is you know, right. no, um, then I you know, well, you know, um. You know, um, Din, Din Jaren, sorry, uh, you know, getting his fu- uh, helmet for the first time, and they have right, like right. this sort of full, you know, baptism kind of thing in, in, the, in the nearby leak and whatnot. Right. Um, I don't it was so crazy how it was just interrupted by this like big ass crocodile, like legit, it's a crocodile that comes out now. Yeah. I have they like Watch this like you know, like like oh well, yeah, didn't realize that it have like beasts as we be swimming or like a particular beast that that, that swimming in that in that lake, or they just pick that spot and say, Yeah, yeah, cool, we gonna have a ceremony there, right? Whatever, right? But yeah, as, as I said, you know, we we all take it that it was a flashback. But yeah, you know, our hero, you know, Din and grogu show up and you know just just kill. The, the crocodile of course you know it it is dizzy so you know yeah. it's like you're seeing the, the crocodile blowing up but yeah he, he did get blown up right but anyway um he speaks with the Amara and basically talking about how you know he well you know because he took off the um his his helmet and you know it's like oh you're not right. supposed to do that right yeah um he's supposed to go to to Mandalore and be in the living waters right yeah. and the amara is like well, all right well if you do that we'll accept your back yeah, you know th- th- this um, is the way. yeah this is the way you know blah 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 right um so um din and, and grogu they head over to um navarro right where they they link up with um Grief kaga you know what i mean played by the great um carl weathers right yeah. And i like how things change up there where you know Me. he pretty much running things i love right. how they they pretty much just say in a sentence what happened to um oh gosh uh i, I forget my girl name, like um the, the the character well Car-
1: uh,
0: yeah 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 well, yeah what happened to her afterwards like, like she, yeah she, she I, get, I i um, thought she should get promoted something right. pretty much here
1: yeah i thought i thought they would have put she yeah she would have put you in you know, oh. <laughs> go, you know, she goes back to her home planet, right? Even though she don't have a home planet, right? Because you get broken right. up. In a... But yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they straight up right out. I doubt they'll recast or anything like that. I, I highly nah, doubt it. Nah, but... nah. Well,
0: well I, mean, I mean, the show too big for her. Sorry, sorry to say that, but the show too big to, to even, like, take a recast her anyway, right? But it not, is I'm it. not sure.
1: Like, to be honest, like, you know, they just recast all the time. The MC recast enough times. But I don't know. But, you know, but I the thing is, she's not, a... not interested in our character to come back anyway. So, like, whatever.
0: That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um. So there's a few things, few, right? Um. There's a there's a moment involving like these group of pirates who used right. to work for 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 Kaga, and you're like, oh, well, you know, like like um, you, you know, this is what you're doing, and blah blah blah, and yeah. you know, like like you should be giving us money, you should be paying, you should be you should be recomp uh um compensating us for the work that we did for you because we put you in this position, blah blah blah. Right. You have a nice little standoff sequence and a little shootout afterwards. Oh, that was cool, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, and then, well, you know, um, Din is just like, well, all right, well, you know, his plan is to to revive. um If you remember, the character of IG Eleven, yeah, because he need a droid who pretty much know the layout of Mandalore, right? Yeah, I- I- exactly.
1: You know, um, right? You he have, say you don't trust droids, right?
0: Yeah, so. right, I- I- exactly. And you have this this pretty fun bit involving him getting repaired, and you're seeing these like miniature aliens doing it, right? And yeah, yeah. I would I would admit problem while watching this, I was features. like.
1: Yeah, I forget the recent
0: so so something like I forget what it is. Something like uh, Anzillion? I think it's Anzillion. Ansel- right, yeah. 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 I, just, I won't lie, but yeah, watch this. It was, it was Goofy Star Wars all over again. It's like, but, no. but last year we got Andor, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But speaking of which, um, last year we, we also got the Book of Boba Fett. And yeah. yes, in the previously on, they had to remind us that, yes, there was a particular episode about um, the Mandalorian and, you know, when he took off the, well, sorry, him um acquiring the Black, uh, I think it was... Um, black yeah. Yeah, him acquiring the Saber and so on, they had to remind us of that, right? But anyway, right, so um, there's a moment where, you know, he's he's on his way down to, to um, oh gosh, where he, le- where he leaves Navarro and then, well, the pirates attack and then they have that nice little dogfight. And then um, you see um, the leader, Gorion Shadow. And I thought you would have see more of him, though. But I will like, though, like the the character design of him like of um of of Pirates of the Caribbean, um, the second one, right? Right. Uh, right. You know, with the whole kind of seaweed kind of look yeah. to the it, it have that kind of looked at. Like, all right, that, right. that's cool. But I yeah. just thought that you know, just the payoff with that with that confrontation, just kind of kind of fell flat. It just kind of happened. Right. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's it, right? Right. Um, but at the end, that's pretty interesting, now where um where he goes into this um, particular planet and he runs into Bo-Katan, right? Right. And, I don't know, like, I, I, it was just like a, this might not big, though. So, is either she knew that, that, that the man was coming, or she just decided one day, alright, I have this nice, you know, little throne-like chair, big, big, big I just gotta rock big, back like this. You so, know? I just sit in She'll like, you know
1: what I mean? Nobody else there,
0: eh? Nobody else there. You just you stay like, yeah, look at me, bitch. You know I mean, yeah. I like, what are you doing? But anyway, you know. but yeah, she talked about how she had no plans uh, to take over Man Law. Yeah, because nobody,
1: well, nobody, she daddy blade, so nobody want to follow her. Uh,
0: uh, exactly. Everybody right. more or less leaves she and they're the doing mercenary work now, right? And yeah, um, you know, Dennis is like, well, all right, well, cool, I'll just go and find him myself and I go on and then the show done. So cool. I was just in a nutshell, um this is just pretty much, you know, setting up what we're gonna get um in this season, right? Um so it doesn't it, it doesn't do anything spectacular in my opinion, though. It's just lean the groundwork just letting us know what to expect um and i know they're going to explore more of grief Gr- um kaga's pass i know they're going to touch on bo-katan i have a feeling we'll see more of her um eventually but of course you know the journey is about din and you know guru going to mandalore and you know I, I i just curious to see what this living waters thing is you know what i mean yeah. you know real, real baptism stuff there but i want to see if it's legit actual yeah what does it he have to be uh, in uh, yeah because the big the
1: big thing the big sell is you know where, where you know what if the planet is uh, hospitable or not and what it's looking like because it is it's you know it, they talk about how destroyed from lasers or turbo lasers or whatever it is up. and that's going to be probably the big set piece and design thing that's going to look cool for this season right like that, it had to be that um and the, the big hopefully a big fight and standoff going to happen The you know for, for mando to get back his thing we gonna see what happened with that. I, I looking. That is why I hyped for for that for this for the season.
0: Yeah, other Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get the goods. Um, a boy Rick Rick from uh from a, Famo Yua. Sorry. Um, yeah. you know, directed it. I thought he did a good job here. Um, you know. Um, and it's just you know it's it's just a return. It's just a return to to yeah. to the Mandalorian. That that's pretty much it, right? So yeah, yeah we have um how much boy nine nine more episodes. Oh, let's just say no, sorry. Um, seven more episodes uh okay. can we get an eight episode run right, if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah, uh, yeah okay yeah each um season is eight episodes right um right. so yeah uh that's just curious to see what we what we get next year man with, with this but uh well we off to a great start we off to a rocking right. So start I, right that's all i'll say
1: it's it's a solid episode it you know i enjoyed it for waiters as i say but boy Compared to Andor boy, nah man.
0: Like, I, I know boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. And I, mean, I know they don't well, I mean it'll be impossible for them to compare, you know, or oh, sorry, to kind of reference it. Maybe they could somehow, I don't know, but nah, um boy. yeah, quality, I, I don't know. Quality in the <laughs> at all. I, I know, I know, I know. But yeah. uh I mean it's still a fun show and you still enjoy seeing it, right? right? So yeah, we we'll be looking in, you know, uh for the next seven Wednesdays and see how this um story plays out. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about some Oscar films, right? Um, I know there's been you know, some that I didn't get around to, to seeing, but these two in particular are really worth a check out, right? Uh, so I will start off with Living, right? Um, this is a British film directed by Oliver Hermanus. Um, not familiar with any of his films but i am familiar with the with the story that this film or actually the film this is uh, pretty much a remake of uh, a little movie by the name of ikiru right directed by you know the great the legendary akira kurosawa right so um i'll confess yeah. something here right i actually never watched ikiru right um like I saw Seven Samurai, I saw Throne of Blood, uh, you know, Yojimbo, Sang- Sanjuro. Like I own these things on Criterion Blu-ray, for God's sake, right? Uh, you know, Rashomon, for example. Uh, even right. Akira Kurosawa's Dreams, right? But Akira was always one of those films that I just never got around to watch, right? And a lot of people, you know, say that this is um, Kurosawa's best film and, you know, one of the greatest films ever made, right? So uh, when Living was made available on VOD at long last, because I was waiting for it, right? I checked out Ikiru first, right, and I would say going in, you kind of have to be familiar with Ikiru to really get what this show does so well, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh you you don't have to have to, but it it I, I think that it really works though if you at least see what you're at least familiar with the story, right? So what that film was about, Ikiru, right, was about this um guy by the name of Kanji Watanabe, who is played by the great and I've seen this the great Takashi Shimura. Uh, he nice. was in 7th Samurai, he was in Rashomon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just this elderly man who learns that he has stomach cancer and he has six months to live, right? And he's pretty much at this shitty job and, you know, he just feels like his life isn't going anywhere, right? But after hearing the news that he, he literally is about to die in like half a year, um, he finds it so difficult just trying to 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 live the rest of his life out with purpose right but through some circumstances through meetings, some people he kind of understand that look like i have to make the change for myself uh i have to start living life to the fullest um and you know yes you know my my time will come but let me at least do something that you know people will remember me for and that's exactly what he does right and um slight spoiler what what this show did actually very well well actually much to my surprise is that at the third act, um, he dies. Like you would think wow. a show like this would end with him dying right but no like he dies at the end of the the, the second act or well, i should say the second act kind of stops and then you see him dead right and you see some flashbacks involving how he spent his last days right but what they do with that moment is that you see a week and you see like his like um co-workers there and you know they talk it shit like oh you know he was just all about work and you know he was yeah. just so so lame and all that kind of stuff right and look at all these stuff that he doing but then they really start to question why even with his um you know, with his little strength, was able to do pull off this one thing. Well, in this case, was to create a playground, right?
1: Right.
0: Because it was this area which, um, which which pretty much was um uh had like, you know, um unsanitary water and it was breeding mosquitoes, all that kind of stuff. So right. yeah, he just decided to build his play- playground, right? And um that that leads, of course, to you know, to the film's most iconic shot. Even if you haven't seen you probably saw it, where you see um Kanji, you know, on the swing and he's swinging by himself, snow is falling and he's singing this this really sentimental song that really means a lot to him. It is like one of the big scenes in the movie. Um yeah, I'd, I'd see it for myself, yeah. It's it's a marvelous though i must say right nice. and yeah um pretty much when you know with him dying no just like well yeah his legacy is something that you know um where well, kids we could basically go on plane right so it's simple but yeah it just means so much to him and you could really you, like as a whole though it's a very humanist film right it, it's not yeah. like you know it's not overly melodramatic and oh my god it sucks to die and all that kind of stuff but it's just like well look we all had to go but eventually you know eventually we all had to figure out you know what what we have to do with our time on earth right and how how Akira Kurosawa um, explored that was was really good though I will say this just a little slight nitpick before I get into living now um it is a slow burn um it it, right. it has a lot of I don't want to say downtime, but a lot of drawn out moments, I would say, especially in that too that which I felt was really drawn out, right? But you have to remember too, and yeah, to keep this in mind going into this film here, Living. Um, you know, it's a different directorial style, it's different acting styles or whatnot. So right. even how Takashi acts here is a lot different than how um, you know, Bill Bill Nighy does, right? bill nice um does right yeah. so just jumping into living now and by the way um ikiru means to live so living you know is living right that's right, what right. it means right i mean yeah.
1: it, it's basically a western remake of this right or or is it it a is movie?
0: it is it is a right. remake uh, It is a remake of it right right um, it's kind of
1: like Sam samurai and, and and western movies you know that whole back. Oh gosh, thing.
0: um uh, magnificent seven yeah right, it, it, right it's that yeah it's that right um and i actually got a japanese um screenwriter to 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 do this one man um Kazui Kazuo. Kazuyo, sorry, um, Ishiguro, right? And he's also right. nominated for, for Best Adapted Screenplay, right? Uh, so, and you know, it's good that you have like a Japanese person working on set here, because yeah, it's the idea of taking those sensibilities, those those Japanese sensibilities, and yeah, trying to adapt it into, well, British times, right? That That's pretty much what it is, especially in the 50s, right, where this show is set. And that's a perfect right. call, because yeah, Ikiru was in 1952, and that pretty much was a right. contemporary film, right? So it makes a lot of sense, right? right. So yeah. Okay. Um, Bill Nighy plays, Bill Nighy, sorry, plays Rodney Williams, right? He is this um this bureaucrat. He works at this um county council in London, right? And um, yes, he learns that he has, you know, this um cancer, right? Summer cancer, right? Um and just like in the last in the previous film, you know, he doesn't bother to tell his son or his daughter-in-law about it, right? So he just kinda takes, just withdraws some savings and just he says, Here's what, I'm just gonna, you know, just figure out what to do with my life before I go, right? Um and like in the last film, you know, he runs into a couple people and, you know, they, 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 he's pretty much trying to learn from them because, of course, they're younger than him. You know, why they, why they live their life the way they do, why they're so spry, you know what I mean? Why they're so lively when it comes to how they go about their days, right? And yeah, essentially at the end of the day, it's a character piece, you know, we're just looking at Rodney. Uh, we're just seeing just how he looks at, you know, these, these uh, characters' lives and try to do the same thing for himself. And then, well, of course, as I say, you know, that's really a spoiler, but yeah, he passes away at the end of the second act now. And then what the third act is pretty much shows, similar to, to Ikiru, yeah, um, right. what he was able to do with, you know, the time he had left, right? And yes, it is. it does involve um, building a playground as well, right? So um, I'll get this out of the way, though. Just, you know, seeing Ikiru before this, right? Um, this is a really, really solid... Um, Remake, though, I must say, really, really faithful, I would say, to the source material. I like that the pace is a lot quicker here. But again, you know, you have to attribute that to, you know, it's a different style. You know, we're not doing, we're not doing it the way how Akira does. We have to do it in our way. And I do like the fact that they take, you know, slight creative liberties with this film, right? So, though it's not a word-for-word, shot for shot remake for it, right? Right. They make it its own thing. But you you do get some particular cues from the old film. So, case in point, there's a... particular there's a particular toy that one of the characters that he meets well this uh, former girl, this girl who so we used to work for him and then she uh, move, move on to do something else um there's like you actually see that actual toy show up in a scene in this film here I thought that was really nice um you know I, I just some uh, key moments that, that that pop up here or there that you know are from from the original film as well right um they do something really cool in the beginning right where well you know because it is a, a, a period piece right it's set in 1953 now. They actually, like, do this opening title sequence, right? But I swear, like, when you watch that, you swear you were watching some sort of, like, Michael Powell-directed Technicolor film from from England. It looked right. so authentic. Right down to the font and the size of it, that's all I will say. Thank it looks so authentic. You swear you was watching a film from the early 50s. It was so, so spot on. I thought that was beautiful that was brilliant how they did that right and um uh, also paying tribute to the old film they actually stuck to a 4-3 you know um format okay. you know what I mean nice one. I all was right. like all right like, all right okay okay Oliver all right, I I see you I see you I see you um uh, even right down to you know doing well reenacting I should say you know the iconic scene with uh with the main character on the swing singing the song When in this case is a, is another song of course but yeah it was a nice scene it was really a nice scene right um Bill Nighy is, is fantastic in this um I'm not really familiar with, you know, um all of his like starring rules, right? Well, you know, we we have seen him in films in the past, right? Whether right. it's like um Underworld or oh gosh, what's the the other show that he was in way right? Um I think um yeah, he was he was in Pirates and he was he was dv Jones, right? You know, he was just a lot of people
1: He was a he was a detective picture.
0: he was, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Right. And he was also in um, you know, Shaun the Dead and you know right, well right. Stuff like that right but yeah but i i don't really know like his starring sign rules, right so you know a lot of people say you know it's one of his best performances yeah i mean by a by, by by a landslide it is right um he's just so believable as as a character but again you know translation right um compared to you know um takashi's performance in ikiru where again you know you had to think about no theater and all that kind of stuff so you right. know the character is more like he he shows how old he is and how freely is in a more physical aspect right and it works but in that case you know he was he talked less he moved more he you know he he kind of did less now you could kind of tell like you know he was this close to dying right at least with with bill's performance here um you know he kind of goes about it with you know dignity and grace you know he is a gentleman so you know he's not like you know woe is me and all that kind of stuff right but you know he kind of goes about his day but still he is still well you know he's still burdened by the the fact that he is about to die right but you know he still he still smiles he's still charming he still talks you know what i mean you know so, so i like i like what he does uh what what bill brought to the table here right but still he is that same character where you really do feel sorry for him and you really do uh we really are compelled to kind of you know put yourself in his shoes though and yeah ask yourself what would you do if you realize you had six months to live right um Cinematography is great for this, though. Um, they they do some great color grading in this, uh, 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 as well to to make it look, um, you know, authentic. Um and, and that's, like, like say with the title sequence, for example, it kind of switches to, like, a more traditional look, but still, it, it has that sort of period piece look to it, right? When you see it, you know what i talk about, right? And the supporting cast, uh, cast is, is pretty solid as well. Um, there's some faces that uh, I saw in, in other shows, you know, but I don't really know them, know them, you know what I mean? But I thought that they did a, a really solid job, though. And I'll close with this, right? um The show also does a really cool thing where they incorporate, well, they, well one character actually gets a lot more screen time in this, right? And actually has um another reason to be in the film. That's all I'll say. Right. And right. there's a brand new character in this was well, someone who actually starts working at the county council, who eventually, you know, learns about um, you know, uh Rodney and who he's about and whatnot, right? And you know, well, you know he is—he is just pretty much there for the audience to connect with. Like, yeah, you know, we're being introduced to the to this world here, so let's learn things as he learns, right? He's—he's he's that character, right? Um, but yeah, I—I thought that again, you know, just those little creative choices makes it work, right? And yeah, it—it it just makes this film its own thing while paying tribute to what um, Akira Kurosawa did, right? So, um, in closing, um, will it win Best Adapted Screenplay? I—I I honestly can't say. Um, I am glad that Bill is nominated for Best Actor though, although I don't think that he'll win. If he wins, I'll be really surprising. But um That's not to say that there isn't anything weird to this, right? Because yes, the message is there. It's a strong one, it's a heartfelt one, and yes, right. it is a very humanist film, right? But um still like the last film, even though this movie runs way shorter, it is still a slow burn, right? So um if if you're Kinda just wanting to move quickly, and you know you just don't like extended seas of dialogue. Then yeah, I probably won't see it. The, yeah, I imagine you, you're probably not gonna care for this, right? But um, if you're willing to stick it out and you have the patience, you're just willing to to, to sit through a, a story that you know is very endearing and warm and just pure. Yeah, you will enjoy living, right? So for me, I'm gonna give this uh, a light four, a light four out of five, man. Um, I I really enjoy this man. Um, And I do hope just in closing that even though, like, even if it doesn't win anything. At the Oscars, though, um, I do hope that more people do check it out because it is it is really good. You could tell it, it came from the heart, though. And just again, it's it's a really featful remake to, you know, the original film, though. But I just love the fact that it does its own thing and makes it very distinct, man. So, yeah, um, I, I i will I, I will wholeheartedly recommend checking out living, but it wouldn't hurt if we check out Ikiru. Um, not so much to compare the two, but because Ikiru is just such a great movie and I'll close this right. Um, That's like, you know, Throne of Blood and Rashomon and even Seven Samurai. Um, Ikiru was not one of those films that I just absolutely fell in love with, right? So um, I feel like if I watch it over, there's probably one more time that I can say, yes, it's one of the greatest movies ever made, right? But it is still great, though, and I really would recommend you pick and check that out. Um, If not before, um, after watching Living, right? And I'll stop there. Right, and let's talk about, let's finally talk about Women Talking. Uh, and this is the final Best Picture nominee that I'm going to be talking about. Um, similar to Living, this is also nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay because this is based off of a novel from Canadian author Miriam Toes, Right? If I got the um, surname wrong, forgive me. Right? And uh, the story itself, which which I didn't even know about till after the fact, is is quite fascinating. Right? So um, she actually, as in Miriam, actually grew up in this um, Mennonite community in Manitoba. Right? Right.
1: Uh, so oh I was supposed to watch this because you know, um uh, our old professor, I think well, I don't know if he teach you, but he teach me. That's a um, thing he did a documentary about this in Belize.
0: Um I you yeah, know, I think I, I I think I remember it to know. I think...
1: Um What's his name by um shoot.
0: No, not layered,
1: the other one.
0: The the other one. Oh gosh, oh gosh, I forget the names. Um Bruce, Bruce Paddington.
1: Paddington, right. I think Paddington, yeah. Had a, had a yeah, I think so. Paddington had a, I think had a Paddington did a, did a documentary about this exact thing. I was like, should I should have watched this and then go back and watch this thing, you know. Uh, yeah, go ahead now.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So, um, pretty much her book, right, which, he, which he, um brought in 2018 was inspired uh, by, uh, a really like shocking, um, you know, series of events that took place in Bolivia, right? In a Mennonite community in Bolivia, right? right. Where, um, just reading it here, uh, between 2005 and 2009, 150 women and young girls were drugged and raped by men in well in the community itself. Right, right they would right. wake up not having no idea of what happened, but they see blood on their sheets and legs, uh, or like the underwear was missing. Right, and the right. age range of like the victims spanned from five to 65. Right, right so right. yeah, that that's crazy, right? Yeah, so Miriam, you know, with with her you know Mennonite background, if you will, uh, was inspired to write this book. Right, so what really it is? It's not so much uh retelling of what happened, but like how the women themselves will respond to something like that right and just to jump into the film itself right so um i would like to hear right I, I didn't even watch a trailer for this so like i just went in completely blind and like i would like just going into it i was like all right i i, I really don't know what's going on here you know like I, I didn't expect that for one thing that it was going to be about this right um you know i, I should have known just judging from the title alone right but anyway right so right. um we are introduced to you know just uh, a, a bunch of women and young girls um they live in this mennonite colony but it's never said where right and that's actually one thing that sort of threw me off now because i was wondering if this was based on true events well they say it's inspired by true events but what do you mean by that is based off of what happened in bolivia right right um and then later on we learned that it's set in 2010 because i was there watching just how the women themselves were, were moving and whatnot which i'll get into in a bit I was like, all right, why does this feel so much more like a period piece? Like something that would take place, you know, long before the 2020s, 2010s or whatever it is, right? right? Um, yeah, there's there's a moment early on where you see like you see a couple of police cars and stuff like that. So it's just trying to piece together when this film was set, right? And ship me didn't even know that it was Mennonite to begin with, because right. yeah, like I I'm i marginally familiar with Mennonites, is really like when I was watching this thing, I was like, Oh, okay, that's what they are, okay, right. Yeah. But yeah, um, so we just open to you know just a group of them who yeah were, were were sexually abused right um they were drugged actually um and then they were raped and whatnot right so we just see them like you know um, days afterwards um there is we see a shot of like the the perpetrators being captured and one of the the, the women like violently attacks at one of the guys right I think it's because um, either like um. She was married to him or just like oh, someone wow. that she knew. yeah like yeah even a guy yeah even even one of the uh one of the women's um husband was involved in that yeah. trip it, it was it was that crazy right so yeah the women themselves are like all right well we we have to do something about this right they occasionally meet up in this barn and you know they just well basically the 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 thing is that um well all the men in the community um you know Go, go on to, to, to put up bill for, you know, the guys who are arrested. Right. So in the meantime, the women there's, they're waiting. Right. But what they, 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 um, doing now, they just pretty much saying, all right, we have three options right now, do nothing, stay and fight or leave the community. Yeah. And they debate this, you know, they talking about what they should do. Some people think, you know, some of the women think, all right, we should stay. Some people say stay and fight, um, like the, the woman who, who attacked the guy earlier on that I mentioned before, or, you know, leave the community. Right. But pretty much everybody agree doing nothing has not helped. Right. right. Uh, because, yes, I mean, what happened there is is messed up and, you know, something should be done about it. Right. Um, and then from there, it's just pretty much, yeah, w- women talking. Right. Like As the title says. Right? right. But really what you get is just this this multi character piece. Right. So you see just these different women, they, they, they pretty much have the same viewpoints or whatnot when it comes to religion, when it comes to womanhood. but there are differences between them, right? There's slight differences, right? But I can so, imagine yeah, you generational
1: there, eh? so yeah.
0: Yes, yes, generational, because yeah, there are, there are a few elderly uh, women there, um, a few young, well, two young girls, one of whom actually narrates the story, um, and yeah, there's the 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 mother who I mentioned, well, you know, the, the, the wife who I mentioned before. Um, One is actually uh, a mother, actually, um, I, I think she's played either by Claire Foy or Rudy Mara, yeah, both of them are in this film, right? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not so much a star-studded star, cast per se. There's some a few big names, right? Um, just I like Moppy.
1: I like Claire Foy. What she was in that a real like boy? She was in... um she was in... some I remember she I don't know if it's her. she she All was right, in well,
0: first she, man. She, yeah, she was in first man. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, and
1: then she was in that bullshit remake of um the new one of it Oh, gosh. she Dragon Tattoo? I uh, she was oh. in that bullshit.
0: Oh, was it her though? No? She was she was in she was in oh, oh Girl in the Spiders Web, which I, Spider's Web, I never yeah. watched. Yeah, I yeah, never that watched that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Right. Um Jesse Buckley is in it as well too. Oscar Nominee. Um if you remember her, she was in um well, you know, she was in Chernobyl, she was in Men, she was, men. She was the star of men. Right, right, right. You know, right Sapphire. and so 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 interesting that she's there, right? And also um Francis McDormand is in it as well, right? Okay, right, I, right. Yeah, cool. Oh yeah, she was a big name here. Cool. But I forgot to mention
1: by the stars, but stars Yeah, well,
0: it's not. A lot, a lot, a lot of stars, but okay, they're not yeah, stars, see. right? You know. Yeah. I see. Um, and also, um, there, there's, um, well, okay, I should, I should mention to one of the guys. Well, he was this, um, like this university student. Now he teaches the boys at the community. Right? His name is August. He's played yeah. by Ben Win, uh, Wishaw. I was like, hey, yeah, I I, I know you too, bro. I, I knew you from a couple of British films as, uh, almost a seen years ago. But yeah, he's in it as well, too. And, you know, he is a guy who's pretty much writing down. He's chronicling everything that's being said, you know what I mean? So they could always go back to it, right? Um, And ever so often, you know, he has to chime in and say, yeah, this is what I think you guys should do. Of course, he's, he's all for them leaving, right? But, you know, it's just yeah. about them more or less making up their mind and actually going about it. And I'll stop there, right? So um, yeah, going into this blind, I had no idea what to expect from this. But coming out of it, um, it was good. It was it was really good. Yeah. I, I must say, right. But this is this is clearly for women. I I, I don't wanna I, you know like what I mean. Like yes, the title is women talking. right? But yeah, this is clearly a feminist piece, right? Um, right. And it is one of those shows that you know if if you if you're a man and and you watch this and you you you, you, you get bruised easily. Yeah, you, you could feel like, oh, so all you're just seeing that all men is dogs and all men is, is abusers right, right, and right, right, rapists right. and all that kind of stuff, right? No, but but like, no, that's not really.
1: Give yeah, it to I me, mean, come on.
0: I, like, exactly, exactly. Because yeah. just think about that, though. That is just so messed up, right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, that that's why I'm glad that you have, you know, um, Ben's character, August, to be there to say, yeah, not all men are scum, you know what I mean? So you have that. And, you know, that that uh, we also have to take into account the, the, the boys that, that also do live there in the community as well, right? Right. <clears throat> What's pretty interesting is that actually you don't see much of the adult meals in this too. Yeah. That isn't, I know it'll be a off for some people, I just find it to be kind of weird and somewhat interesting. But from a thematic standpoint, I can understand, right? Because it's right. about the women, it's about them. That That's what it's about, right? right. Um, I should mention, too, uh, it's directed by Sarah Poli, um, who's done films like, uh, well, actually, starred in films like Dawn of the Dead. You know, she was the main star that. She was in Splice. Um, you know, she was, a, she was in a lot of films, right? Um, uh, but I'm not familiar, really, with her directorial stuff, right? But I, I thought that here, she did a really, really, really good job here, right? Um, the cinematography, you know, similar to the film we talked about uh, re- recently, the wheel, I had to get used to it, you know, because it's very muted colors, um, yeah. very drab looking, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, given the subject matter, yeah, it it, it makes a lot of sense why why it looks that way, right? right but right. I will lie, though, it is a quiet touch, though. It, 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 it's, it's something that I really had to get used to, right? Um, the performances are a, a solid throw, though, but um, interesting, in, interestingly, there's no real main character per se. Like you could right. technically see that Rooney and, and Claire are the, the the main leads, but you could also see that Jesse Buckley character is is a lead as well too, right? right? And so on and so forth, right? So you know, there's no real main character per se, right? But I do love, I I do appreciate, sorry, how you know they delve into yeah, just how they would you know just the conflicting views in terms of where they are, their place in this community. Um, also religion, they they, they touch a lot on religion here, not to. Yeah. Uh, a cynical degree like how the wheel was but more like all right, right, right. well
1: yeah, should so we it's, forgive it's,
0: them for all the it, stuff that they did to us yeah that it's, kind of it's stuff?
1: also part of the worldview, now that you can't, you can't hard to escape from right i get
0: it yeah um exactly and you know it's your <laughs> idea well you know can we can we still forgive them and, and stay in the community or can we exactly. leave and forgive them eventually it, it it's that kind of thing like the show pre- uh, pretty much is designed to touch on different um options like you know or I should see like expand on certain options right as to what to do um and you know for some people that seems sub but for some people they might find like oh well that that's really it it's just a debate basically or a series right. of debates that that's but really you know you know what
1: a song like it remind me of um you ever see a movie called uh god on trial
0: Oh no no! Um, first time I hear about that. Uh, right. What? So what a, um, a, I'm not sure how from?
1: long it was, but it's basically about a bunch like there's a bunch of Jews in in a concentration camp, and they know for sure the following day they go and get washed out. They go into a gas chamber, and yeah, the whole thing was like, hey, it, the whole thing was a debate about, hey, God, God is kind of trash. Like why go put me in this situation? Like the whole story.
0: Yeah
1: yeah. That's the whole thing. So it's just the, the debate itself is the thing. Like I like stories like that. Or um. But you had, to, you had to give it good character work because it's not, it's not the debate. Like, nobody cares about the, the objective debate conclusions of the debate. It's really about their emotions and why they think the way they do and so on and so forth. Oh, I reminds me, um, um, uh, what was the name of this, this show, by something the limited, the Sunset Limited, I think, where it was um, Samuel L. Jackson and uh, oh God, that boy from MIB, old man from MIB. Um, um, t-
0: no, Tommy Lee Jones. No. Tommy Lee Jones,
1: no. right. And it's the two of them just debating. One is at atheist the other one is not and it's just the debate and again it's not about whether or not atheism is ultimately the metaphysical truth of the universe or god exists that's not the point 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 is the emotional state of why does he would think like this and trying to rationalize one way or the other right that's why it works and if you do that it works so I, I think i want right. to watch this you know um, Formula yeah you, well
0: they well, well, yeah, actually should do um but yeah. it's just the the narrative approach for it caught me by surprise right right right, right. You know, i i thought well you know uh, along with the women talking at least you would uh, see more of the plan taking place and you know just them i, I was just more expecting them to, to stand up to the guys right but that's right, um, right, right. pretty much just leave right not really a spoiler but that that's what really happens right right but it's the build up to it though that 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 um that sarah uh really focuses on right right a couple things couple um she also, you know, did the screenplay for this, right? Um, so right. yeah, it's it's also nominated for best adapted screenplay um it, it, it could win i i guess but then again okay. i'm not familiar with the source materials so but um I, I, but the way how it's structured though from the narration which right off the um gate remind me like a, like a terence malik film like see days of heaven for example right um right. you could see some Terrence malik worship here or there with you know some of the the visuals like see like a cornfield or you know the the narration all that kind of stuff but that that's Terrence malik stuff right um but yeah, just the idea that it's just these these characters just trying to figure out their way. Yeah, um it's it's a really intriguing, you know, perspective uh, perspective now. But it nice. it, it works for, for what it is, right? Um what else? Uh Miguel, um Hilda Guana Dotir actually did the score for this, right? Um, okay. she actually well last time we spoke about her was for her work on tar, right? right, um, right. yeah, which yeah, she did a great job with that, right? Here, um it's it's a really solid score here right um, but i will say that there are a few moments that border on creepy and eerie and right, right. i'll say that they involve blood cuz you know it's women right so i, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. say because it's women right but because it's a feminist piece and you know they 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 do incorporate moments involving blood that's all i'll say right so right, you know, right, if, right. if you know you know right um so but overall even though i was not over the moon with this film I could see why why it got a lot of praise. I could see why it was nominated for Best Picture as well too. Cause yes, while I wasn't sure where the movie was going and I didn't know that, you know, it was this, to be honest. Um, you know, it's just the heart that's in it, though, the characterization is in it. And there's a strong message, right? You know, there's this idea of of protests, but with nonviolent protest. Yeah. yeah, um, it, it it totally works. And it's and I mean, of course, it's just so relevant in in today's um, you know, climate, right? But yeah, I I could see why it was nominated for best for for, for best picture, right? But similar to to living, um, I honestly don't see this winning. If it does, I'll be like, oh right. wow, okay, wow, all right. But um, I honestly do think that they are stronger contenders on this uh on on that in that category there, right? Right. right. But still, for what it is, it's it's a solid film, right? So similar to um to living, I'm also gonna give this a like four out of five stars, man. Um, Thanks. it's not gonna be for everyone though. Uh, again, similar to living, it's a well, slow movie. Look, it's not a, it's a yeah, charge you know where you're going it, 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 exactly because if I, you're I,
1: going I, blind you're kind of you kind of in blind. I don't know where you're going into
0: yeah, yeah yeah exactly so for me it's just like all right like me, me trying to piece together what we'll going on and then when i when it actually click i was like oh okay that that's what it's gonna be okay okay right and right. then knowing that yeah I, I pretty much enjoyed everything else that happened afterwards right again like i say if your minds get bruised by you know statements <laughs> about how men is dogs or what that yeah you, you're not gonna like the show at all right but it's right. It's, it's primarily for a female audience, and that's understandable. That, that makes a lot of sense, right? Right. And the message is strong. The characterization is strong as well. Direction is strong as well, right? Uh, but yeah, I, I would say check it out. But again, you just had to know what, you get, what you're getting with, right? What you're going to get, what you're getting yourself into with this film, right? And if you know that, then yeah, I, I imagine you will appreciate the show for this. Yeah, cool. And last but not least, let's talk about Creed Tree. Sure. Um, R- Ricardo, if you don't mind, I want you to do the synopsis for this, right? So, um, okay. I'll, I'll begin, right? So, uh, when when we started, um, you know, this podcast, Juni, when we were when we were doing BS Weets and Bailey, uh, one of the films that we talked about was Creed, right? Because yeah, we we right. started twenty fifteen, right? Um, and yeah, I actually like, I, like, that, that, it, yeah, I gave like, that a a Yeah, like I I well, you know, in editing it, I re-listened. I will, I know you. you were talking a lot true, though, but. <laughs> Yeah, so what, you, like, you were like real enthusiastic about that show. Man. I won't lie. No, but
1: like, I, I give it a re listen, but like, I kind of I kinda
0: call a couple things though. Like, yes, projection. like when you said about sure Ryan Coogler, Jen, I was like, what? Yeah, Jen, like, all right, like, we'll you, like, you, like you know, it's, it's, it, was, it was prophetic, it was literally prophetic. So, yeah, look, so, look, if, look, if you look, haven't look, checked look, it look, it look, out, look, you know, we, we mentioned that you know, um, because of Ryan Coogler's work on the first film, we were like, yeah, he is a definite shoot in to you know, direct Black Panther, right? And well, yeah. so said, so done, right? And I I'm gonna talk re- about um, Ryan Coogler here in this, right? Because yeah, um, this this film really feels like the torch is being passed to you know Michael yeah. B. Jordan, even though yes, the the previous the previous, um, the previous uh, film was directed by let me see, uh, by Cable, um, Stephen Caple Jr. Jr., uh, Cable Jr. right, who right, right now is about to release you know Transformers. Um, where this way be well, b be yeah but yeah 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 essentially be source right but yeah um, but yeah I mean we you know we we absolutely enjoy Creed um I you know I mean I, I I did see it again a few times and yeah absolutely love it um this was yeah. a show that really like officially introduced me to to Ludwig um Granson, right yes I know right. he worked on fruit station but this the score that he did for this though especially that team song is one that always 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 brings me to tears where it's something so majestic and beautiful about that song right and even better is the spaghetti western kind of style to it right but yeah um creed was just fantastic though it just set up this brand new character in the world of the rocky series uh, that is creed played by michael b jordan um it it, and this and the second film really brought closure to the character of rocky balboa right um especially the second one right um and yes you know creed 2 on admittedly is not Better yeah,
1: than is a, a weaker, it's a much weaker script, but I, I still really like Cable, Cable Jr.'s directing. Uh, yes, yes, I thought his directing was solid, but the script was really weak, and they really could have punched up the script. because Everybody said it should have been about that fellow now. The, the um, is the name? Oh, um,
0: Drago um, Drago. Dra- Drago, yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Well, the son, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Victor yeah, that, that, that was a big criticism I had re watching it because yeah, I recapped yeah. it in preparation for this because yeah, all you really know about Victor Drago is that yeah, he's the son of Ivan. And, you know, people looked on on Ivan, so people kind of looked down on Victor and Victor feeling that kind of way because, you yes. know, his wife, Bridget, well, sorry, well, his mom, Richard Nielsen, don't want anything to do with him, right? Yes. Like, there were, there were moments and I was watching those moments, right? I was like, yeah, he could have flushed so just a little bit more, man, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But in this case here, well, you know, well, we, we introduced a, a new character now um, by the name of, let me pull it up, uh, Felix, Ch- uh, Felix Chavez. Well, we, we'll get to him, we'll get to him. Okay, uh, okay, Felix right, Chavez, right. right? Who is right, right. now, you know, heavyweight champion. Um he and all get more, 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 more character development than Victor, yeah. do, uh, Victor must. Yeah. but I'll talk about Victor in this, right? But yeah, yeah um, the big sell of this show, of course, here, yeah, Cree tree, tree, is, well, you know, um, Kang versus Killmonger, because, yes, right. you know, um, Jonathan Majors, who plays and I
1: And I studied how much Anderson. people from the MCU in this, though, like, was from, through this, so both the, the song, song, the, uh, not song the, the, well, he went on to the MCU, Kugler himself and Ting, though, and the music man, though. It's like, oh, that's interesting. And then will be just coming. Like, it's, it's not an interesting link in itself, now,
0: Right. Oh, like, like this is kind of like a branch off point now to, um, yeah. to this. Um, but, you know, what would be interesting, though, just, just going back to Victor Drago, Okay, yeah, the actor who pleased him, I, I realized that he was, well, shockingly, he was in Shang-Chi. He right, was raised right. a fist. Like I mean, you're right. right. Yeah, this is this is just off point for for MCU work, right? Because I mean, yeah. look at Tessa Thompson. I mean, she Tessa was Thompson, Valkyrie right. in, in the tour films, right? But yeah, right. but yeah, yeah. This is the film where where we are seeing, you know, the character of Demian Anderson, a.k.a. Diamond Deem, right? I love that 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 um that mm-hmm. um nickname, by the way, right? And yeah, well, as you will get into, you'll see just how personal, you know, this this new rivalry, you know, between him and Adonis is, right? Uh, but I'll just close with one last point, right? Um, I'll bring this up in my in my review here. Uh, this is actually, well, slight spoiler, um, this, this one does not involve um, Sylvester Saloon, right? No. And I uh, hear there was some kind of shikiri behind the scenes where I don't know all the full details, but apparently, like... Um, Stallone wasn't satisfied with the fact that he's not like a, he doesn't have a major role to play in the series, but right. I think that he is executive producer for this one here. So I don't know what really going on, but I, I think where Cree two ends now, and I love the ending for that too, where yeah, he reunites with his son and his grandson. It's like, yeah, that, that's the end of Rocky's story. We don't need to yeah. see any more of that. Let's focus on Adonis and exactly. um, and Bianca and their daughter, Amara, right? right. I'll talk about Amara as well too. Yeah, let's just focus on the creeds, like like the was stuff. Done, you know what I mean? But I know that there there are some people who will criticize. You know why we didn't get Stallone, and Stallone could have been in this part. I was like, nah, not really, not really. He it, do his thing. He do his thing, right? But yeah, anyway, Ricardo, take it away. Creed three, what is it about?
1: Right. So basically, it's uh, well, we got a flashback with uh with Adonis so Donnie and Diamond. Well, they D- D- Dame, you know. And you learn he's the boxer, right? Long before Don even knew that he was uh connected to um uh, Apollo or New Year's Apollo son. Uh yeah, Diamond was the person going up to the box and well they sure I forget the, the actor um actor from oh gosh, the, the coach now, I forget his name from thing. He was there um back in back in their time and the flashback. But you know, some things went wrong and alright, and you know, Diamond make a jail, right? then. You know, the way it's framed as if he make a jail, he sacrificed himself for Efredna to make a jail. And then, well, you know, Creed went on to become, you know, his life. His life is amazing. He had the struggles, but he went on whilst, you know, you know, Diamond making jail. So he comes back in his life. And then, well, you know, Diamond kind of harboring some, you know, bad, bad feelings. And well, it escalates from there. Uh, I really liked this movie, but I didn't love it. Really liked it. Uh not as good as the first, better than the second, almost as good as the first, but it had a couple of missteps and hiccups in the plotting and the framing of the story that hold it back. And you know, to me, the only distinction is really you know the difference between Kugler and you know Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, so this time he clearly pulled from Kugler as you mentioned, with him um, passing the torch, clearly copying Kugler, but it just the talent not there, and I felt it could have come a little better. And the good things uh, Which is his unique style It might be a slight mistake But I thought the fight Was a little weaker But it's more A style choice I realized Because my boy just straight up Do Hajime no Ippo He's a big anime yeah. nerd Yeah yeah Big anime damn anime nerd And we get big Basically we get the anime fights so The problem is that That stuff don't translate Too well to live action And I felt he should have Balance it a little better with the, with the live action to make the fights work better. So, because it feels like an anime fight. That's the problem with the fight. The fight did not feel as strong. Okay,
0: okay. Um, I, 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 like I have that's... my own criticism about that fight, um, but I'll, I'll get to that just now.
1: Right. And, yeah, uh, it's a big... A lot of stylistic choices that I don't think work as well as the as intended. But it's still good. Like, it's still pretty good for what it is and what, what he was going for and trying to do. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Uh, there's a couple things in the plotting as well, real clumsy for me. There's one thing that I was like, you know, if you think about this, if you think about this and do, do this in a certain way, that don't make no sense to right? Like, that was one of the big problems I had with it. So that is about it. Uh, still good, though. Still pretty good. You got to get into spoilers if you want to get into that thing, but whatever.
0: Yeah, well, we I, I guess we'll get we may we may get into some minor spoilers, but nothing too, too, too major folks, because, you know, um it, it's best It's better. Sorry that you're going as blind as possible. Right. Uh, So so for me, um, I, I absolutely enjoyed this, though. Um, yeah. It's not as great as one as as the first one, of course, right? right. But um it fixes some mistakes from 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 tube because I felt like certain right. things were more or less, you know, forgotten. I will bring up one in a bit. Uh, right. because we had to get the story rolling and whatnot, right? But um a touch of michael b jones direction um i think you know as as a debut um yeah this this was um this was fantastic actually yeah not perfect mind you not perfect mind you right but you could tell that you know his work on sets over the years especially you know with um ryan um, ryan coogler you know what i mean with, with both creed and um and well yeah, with Creed and Fruitvale Station and Black Panther, yeah, yeah. you could tell that he, he kind of, well, yeah, a rubber from him, he knows his yeah. way, uh, he, he actually, like, come, come through with some really, like, solid, um, shots, though, I must say. Yeah, There's yeah. one in particular involving, like, him as a kid running, and you just seen, like, yeah. um, like, his, his, um, silhouette on, on the, on the street, like, I watched it, like, God damn, that looked real good, though. Yeah. Like, and even the framing of it, at all was great, right? Uh, I'll talk about the fight later on, right? But yeah, um I, I thought like um direction wise Rise was strong though, especially in the fighting, right? Because yeah, if if it's one thing when it comes to boxing films though, um you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but it's always great when somebody could actually do that, right? I think that he he does a solid job of that, right? Like it's no raging right. bull, right? But you could tell that all right, like like uh, uh, I want to do something a little bit different. So let me try that. Let me, let me do a little slow mo when it comes to certain punches. I like that, like, like you yes. know, just just the timing of it as as well, too, right? um the fight itself right the 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 final battle right that's what we call it um so yes there's a moment that that kind of switches into like a somewhat anime style well what what Mm. we mean folks like it's not like hand drawn or whatever like that right it's just like the yeah. own world um in
1: their own world right Yeah.
0: yeah um it, it kind of reminds me of um like something you might see out of a martial arts film right where right. it's like they're just in their own universe you know and everything, like all the sound everything is drawn drawn out and they're just in the ring and the fight or whatnot right um this so, so you know, so so some people might might find it like um like might not enjoy that moment though. I absolutely enjoy it though, especially yeah, I, I dug from, it from, it. from a visual standpoint, right? Yeah. Um and there's like some slow-mo moments that work though. I was like, yeah, you could tell he drawing from from anime, right? Yeah. But this is one nitpick that picked the have with it though. Cause I was telling myself because if you know well, Slicewall ever so often, um there would there would be like a like a use of colour, like it would just be like a different color that would show up at certain moments, right? So I did tell myself with every color change, it's a new round, right? Yeah. But they do that like about three, four times and then all of a sudden it goes back to normal and they say, oh, we're we in round 11. I'm like, right. what?
1: That's another thing. it. Like, nah, like,
0: like, you yeah. know, I should not have to rewatch that scene and be like, oh, well, this is where round seven was or round nine was. No, right. No, you had to I, I, thought, visually I, I thought that
1: fight, the, fight, the fight, yeah. No, I agree. I thought the fight was, the pace and the fight was so weird because I thought it would have feel like a long bout now over time now. Exactly, and they like
0: like understand what he might be thinking in terms of time, Michael B. Jones might nah, be thinking yeah. in terms of time, but still like, yeah, I, I have yeah. to say, you know, even the last film kind of did that too, you know, we have to right. kind of run through, like once they get past like the third, fourth, like once it get past round three, then we just had to run through everything and then get to yeah. round 11. They do, they do that here again, man, but yeah. I thought here was like a moment where Yes, those moments were short, and you could tell. Okay, these are the shots that these are the shots, like you know, punches and matter. But yeah. still, you could have uh, let her run this a little bit more, so we understand. And then you just keep building, it, building, building. Yeah. And then when they reach eleven, be like, all right, we feel that. You know what I mean? But that was like a missed opportunity there, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, you could see this is this is where Mike was just being unique, trying to put his own creative spin on the boxing genre. And yeah, this is right. something that people remember. I don't think a lot of people will um uh, will pick up on it. They might think like. Alright, why are we doing this? But nah, if yeah. if you really looking at it close, it's like, yeah, that, that's how it should be. Um, in in, in my opinion. Um, the story I, I thought was was very well well handled. I, I must say though. I, I love right. the opening of it where you see young well, Dean and Young Adonis. Um what it, what I'll talk did, about well, music in a bit, but go ahead.
1: I thought right, so I thought it was a super predict. Like remember, I remember in, uh, like I was listening again, listening to my old review of Creed one. I thought it was like real straightforward, cliched kind of story, but well done, cliched. This okay. carried out a, a, a more extreme, much simpler story. Right? Much more yeah, yeah. But, again, the charisma between Majors and Jordan and what... What makes what Majors make work as a villain is that two things. They do the whole... They mix him as a somewhat sympathetic villain, but they also frame him as a good... Uh, what's the name of that boy? How are you calling him, boy? A, I call it a Howlin' Man archetype villain. Right? You remember that whole episode of The Twilight Zone where... The guy is the devil, and they tell him, "Look, don't free him. No, he's a problem."
0: All oh, right, yes. that? Yeah, those are those are episode. Yeah,
1: that's why it's called. That's why it's called. I call that type of villain like that. Don't don't look like, he, look like, he's sympathetic, you know, but don't fuck with him. And I think Wood Harris. was like Wood Harris was basically um Mickey in this. Remember Mickey would be baraka. Same. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thing mm-hmm. like don't listen. Don't mess with this man. The man is a problem. He could cause more problems, and he could solve. And. I really felt the, the script missed, out, missed opportunity with that Because when they revealed certain Something about Majors Well what Majors did That I felt could have really They could have Do something smarter To make that work But they just brush over it As if nothing happened I was like nah boy, like That's a real important thing though Yeah but whatever They still really make it work Majors Charisma and Jordan Charisma Just hold it together Yeah, yeah The,
0: yeah, the
1: Charisma The Charisma burn through the material to, to, You know as I say Above the material
0: there. Yeah yeah uh, no, but, And I now excellent at this though
1: right but i still feel i hold it back to be honest but whatever it's not all a big right. problem for me yeah go ahead
0: yeah so so that's so that's a touch on music right um i was actually surprised um you know like, like the moment i heard this song i was like all right this is the setting right which is ellie right can we hear dr J D watcher right and right you know, right points right. for actually you know leaving the n words intact okay take oh it's well, a I mean, movie and you know why yeah, people gotta watch it but now let, let me hear let me hear some end some some ends man let me hear some ends right but yeah um Perfect choice of song, but but here we'll make it really good though. Um so I'll just going going into music here. So I so prior to me watching the film, I started listening to the official soundtrack for Cree, which okay. was dropped by none other than Dreamville. So yeah, right, uh, um, yeah, right, and, right, and then come through and, yeah. and drop some 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 fire, right? Yeah, yeah, So he has a song, right, called Adonis Interlude, the montage, right? And right. that song uses the watcher beat but right. how the flipper was real good though and it's this this one and a half minute just you know um band burner of a, of a track right yeah. and you know it's j cole right you know he don't fuck up a verse but yeah, yeah he come through and burn through that so yeah. yeah that is the song that you hear during well you know adonis's uh montage right uh okay you know you also have to have some kind of really dramatic song that plays there and, and yeah and it that moves, is right? up here. And, and yeah, I would say like the montage totally works. Um, I saw a little cues from, from Rocky Four as well, you know, we near the end. And I was like, yes, right. I love that. I love that. They even have the, the typical animating of, you know, the character hitting a, hitting a tree. You know, we just keep hitting, hitting, hitting until the knuckles bleed. They do that. They do that shit. I was like, would, but I didn't expect that they would use Jiko's song in it. And it absolutely works, right? Yeah. Um, they actually incorporate a few songs from that soundtrack into the movie. Um the, the the like the one that I noticed was Anthem, which uh, features Big Sean and um SG, right? That's the yeah. song that they play, you know, in the in the fight itself. Yeah. Um you know the confrontation, right? Um because Damien is from Crenshaw, they big up a certain Crenshaw rapper. Okay, and That is like that. That's like the song that they use for this and it's perfect. I love that yeah. right. If it's wanting the Creed series Neil boy is these entrances where like still yeah. to this day, the, 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 the first entrance for Creed in part two with, um, oh gosh, with, uh, Gene Smith's icon. That yeah. still gives me chills, you know. That is like yeah. still the best use of icon I have ever like seen in film though. I love that, right? But yeah, and, and even right down to um when you know the new character, Ricky Chavez, right? Yeah, he have sorry, Felix Chavez. Yeah, he have a great um entrance though. I, I will lie though. I didn't recognize his song. But yeah, his his entrance was great though. And yeah, to get McGill um Selenus um Lever. If you remember her, she was Gloria in Origin of New Black. Yeah, right, she right, played right. um she played Felix Mom was like, Hey, I, I know you yeah, I right, know. right, 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 uh, right, right. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, a few things few uh speaking of do I'm glad to see Fsilla uh, Rashad show back up right. as Marianne. Right. um what I will say though, is that i I, I like what they did with her character. they give her more to do here? And um, I, I like, without spoiling anything, how it all, how it connects to you know, right. Adonis's father. I really like that. Yeah. If I just have one gripe, do is that there is one key moment involving her that I felt did a sort of rush through. Like, it was still a powerful moment, yeah, but I just felt like we just could have gotten a little bit more ultimate. of oh, Yeah, I,
1: it was, I know you talking was, about.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it nearly brought the mantis out me though. Um, right. and, and yeah, talking about mantis, I won't lie. I, I, again, similar to the, the last two films, 12th round, boy yeah somebody 12th round way, and then when the rocky music hit you know what song i'm talking about when that hit by mantis no it always happens but it, it, it's magic is magic right um i like that they give wood harris more screen time in this though right, you know what i mean right yeah and i like that he was an integral part of the film because yeah he yeah was he was, like, yeah, yo exactly. don't bring in damien who is this guy this man is bad news blah 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 right right so because, I, I, I he was
1: that. there back in the past you know damien it's not like you don't know damien you know you know damien we saw him in the yeah past, yeah
0: right? well we yeah. saw that in the um in the, the flashback. flashback right yeah. yeah um and you know also you know points for bringing back victor drago you know i mean i thought right. that was real cool which i know? find
1: was a uh, it's kind of a stretch yeah. aware, but whatever it's fine uh,
0: well you know it's well g- it's g- g- up g- up given, us, given where where yeah. where done is right now right because right. in this case he's retired um he doesn't run you know the, the gym that um that well wood harris's character is but he have a brand that that's that's aligned to that gym and you know the yeah. man living it up and he's cool right so just to touch briefly on the family um i love that the fact that they give mcgill tessa thompson you know more screen time i, I love yeah. the way where she's acting in her life that she's a producer now you know right. she's not doing this singing thing much anymore because of the, right. the hearing aid that make a lot of sense i love that right. um and she actually starts your label because you know creed right so she had money right? right um but you know amara creed though. um she right. is Great just, so adorable though um yeah. and they actually addressed something that the the last film was hinting at but they didn't right which is okay um is she gonna hear because they, they asked that right. question moment that, um, that, she was actually, born, yeah, right? that but they kind of gloss over it now you know unfortunately there was a moment uh, where, where you saw creed was you know had to um had to take care of the child while um uh bianca was out now and he had a calling mom for help now but like there was like they, were, they could have a little moment where Eventually, we would uh, we would find out that she was Daphne, but you know this film pretty much answers it, right? I yeah. love where they set it up here, where um, yeah, she wants to follow in her dad's shoes, right? And I I suspect that one day I I, I do really? hope that we don't have to wait you know an extra fifteen years for this, but yeah, um, Amara right. can actually own the um own the you know series as well, right? Yeah, you they can own the some yeah. wrestlers into um, I'd say wrestlers, right? Um, oh, Fighters well, so into it. this, right? Well, who, uh, we, could yeah, get, could we could get, be, uh, get a mixed martial are... artist for we know, you know.
1: Yeah, when I mean, we could get the whole like um Leila Ali aspect of that, uh, right? If you know, right, you know Leila Ali could something like that. So yeah, they could do the female boxer thing. We could see.
0: Yeah, and and yeah. last thing, last though, um, yeah, I mean Michael B. Joan crushes it once again as Adonis Jonathan yeah. Meas. He he kills it in this too. Like yeah, he's um, you know, like how a lot of people will say, you know, um, he's the best thing about um about uh, <laughs> um um, yeah. I would say that he is one of the best things about this movie, right? Yeah. Um. yeah, I would put him alongside Adonis, too. I love the uh, amount of characterization that they give both car- – uh, well, yeah, both characters, right? Especially Adonis, too. Like, you could see – you could really accept where he's at in his life. You could understand why he doesn't want to step back into the ring. You know what I mean? He he actually had one of his dream bouts, basically, and it's with the same guy from the first film. I was like, all right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. kind of weird, but all right, all right, I like that. Um. And the circumstances which lead to him facing Damien make a lot of sense, right. um, and I especially love how.
1: I have one ins- problem with that, but again, that'll be a spoiler. <laughs> all
0: right, all right. Well, well, I, I take you do I take the way you talk about right? Um, right? Where where basically somebody does something and that that leads yeah. to. A, a person being ousted from the match from the main right. uh, main event you know and that's right. how damien sort of squeezes his way in right um yeah. it was it was it, it's it's interesting right but i felt like you know they, they um like the reveal itself I, I wish that the reveal wasn't done in the way that it did it there it would have been yeah. really better in my, oh, it would have been better sorry in my opinion if damien was the one who revealed it it's just like oh well you know by the way this this happened right or you know, here's this thing, right? That that's all I'll say without spoiling it, right? Yeah. And uh one more thing. Um I was surprised that uh well a couple more things, sorry. I was surprised that uh uh, Ludwig goransson didn't do the music for this, right? They yeah. actually got Joseph Shilley to, to work on this. First time I'm hearing about this guy, right? But I thought like music-wise, he did he did a really solid job. He did a solid job, right? Yeah. Um he's actually part of Göransson's team, you know, because so he worked on the first two films with Ludwig, right? So you could tell that he knows his way around the music for this. I thought that he did a great job, right? And uh, last but not least, you know, speaking of um carrying a torch though, passing torch story, right? Um with, with with you know from Ryan to, to Michael, it was a direction. Um, is it just me or, or the, the closing title sequence clearly without spoiling much inspired by, you know, that one MCU film that Ryan eventually worked on, but what they do here, I, I thought it was, it was, it was, clever, right? There's a little cheesy old anime, but it was clever, right? Um, <laughs> where essentially, even though Rocky is not part of the picture, not part of the, the world anymore, um, they incorporate him, you know, visually. Into what we see here in the closing title sequence, right. it's like all right, okay. All yeah, right. I like that. Yeah, that, that. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. I like that. I like that. But you could tell, you could tell that it it it's pulling from, from Black Panther. Like just the way how right. the characters move and you know the camera angles and all that kind of stuff. Even right now to showing a friggin' bridge and all too. I was like, Yeah, this yeah. is Black Panther inspired though. But but I yeah. actually dug it. And the song that they, they play here, that's the that's the final track off of uh off of the soundtrack itself, Blood, Sweat and Tears. Yeah, that that was a that was a dope song. It's it's an Afrobeat, you know, hip hop song, but it works, right. it works, right? So I dug that. So yeah um and, and for, for me though i i absolutely enjoy this i had a blast watching this on on big screen it's a shame i didn't see it in imax but i, I would have enjoyed it on the same, right i just love that you know this is pretty much a film scene that yes this is the creed series now you know rocky did this thing but now this is the creed series and yeah i can't wait to see what we get next with with part four man because yeah we're gonna get a part four right um i don't know how how much uh you know stallone is going to be a part of the series going forward but i mean right. it's a series that he helped it was pretty much he created it uh, so i don't know what she can going on behind the scenes but i think he should just kind of bury the hatchet understand how you know the business of hollywood works and just you know move forward right do we had to do right but yeah, yeah rita wise for me i'm gonna give this a strong four to like four and a half out of five man this is easily one of the best films i've seen so far this year though um this this lived up to my expectations and more um yeah. michael b jordan i want to see you make more films who knows maybe yeah. one day he might make he might do an mcu film who knows who knows who yeah, knows no, well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: as i say you know we because of the the uh, you know the, uh, the horrible tragedy of uh chadwick's death now i think majors and jordan now is the the, the painer because if if um, chadwick was still alive jordan and him would have been was, was planning to do a lot of movies with coogler and there are a bunch of ideas that would have been outside of the comic stuff now uh but Jordan and Majors, you know, they have really good chemistry. They really bond off each other well, and I was really happy to see all of that. That was great, Jordan. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, indeed, indeed. So, so yes, folks. If, you've, if you if you've enjoyed the first two films, um, you will absolutely love this. Um, if you if you just love, if you've been enjoying the the the, the Rocky series as a whole, yeah, you right. you will absolutely enjoy this. But again, yeah. I can imagine some people being disappointed that Sylvester versus is in it. But I like nah, like his story is done. Done. It ended beautifully in the second one yeah. yeah you know um pass the torch right that, that essentially is yeah the team the big team of this movie here just you know passing the torch right and that's mm-hmm. all i have to say but yeah ricardo you, you're fine
1: yeah no uh, as i said not as good as as uh the first one but uh for the the you know better than the second one still pretty good great outing for michael b jordan i didn't expect him to be, be I was really worried about it like oh, hey, first director he's actor and he, he had to do a lot of you had to spend a lot of plates with this right he was in it you have to do the fighting and you know direct so i was like wow that's a lot to work to, to work with and whatnot now um so i was worried about it but you end up you end up pulling it off for the most part and i, I dug it you know some some flubs in the scripting for the most part i really thought the fighting i get why you make the decision to do the fighting the way you did but it didn't work as good as as the previous films in my humble opinion and i felt you should have balanced realism with the, the anime stuff it, too much on the anime side of things, that's all I'll see um, Even though I still enjoy it, look I, I like Hajime no Yipo, it's a great, great anime, right But yeah, it was it was a little on the Clumsy end uh, in that sense But still good, right, still pretty good for what it is Ah yeah, overall, I'm rating uh, Yeah, like an 8, so, you know closer to a 7 to be honest, but uh, I really, really, really felt um, uh, Grateful Southern for a thing, hopefully Yeah, Creed fog, I don't know what they're gonna do with it But uh, hopefully it's not a goofy bullshit, right um you know like like rocky four so we're gonna be good uh yeah it it's solid out and enjoyed it but still pretty good that's it
0: so with all that being said ricardo where can people find you online
1: ah i'm pasat rmeddy at rmedy on twitter medina, and then type in ricardo medina on facebook you could find me there
0: all right. Ever so often, I'm on TikTok and Twitter, but usually I'm on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. You'll find those links in the Linktree link that you'll find in the description to this uh, podcast. You'll also find my Fiverr gigs because I also, you know, review music and music videos and films, right? Independent films and whatnot, right? Uh, but on the Facebook and YouTube links, you'll find excerpts from today's episode, along with other episodes of BBB Radio, Retrospect Reviews and BSB to and there's right. stuff to look forward to, as you know, as you mentioned, Academy Awards earlier. Well, yeah, Oscars, the Oscars. Right.
1: Well, this this week is uh well, two TV shows. I should I could probably talk about it this week, but it was just a quick mention. What we had just mentioned, quick um uh, Party not come came back. Uh the if you like uh I suppose I can i probably talk about it, but whatever. It's Party Dong. Yeah, I i, I think you mentioned
0: is... it before, um, but I just don't know what it's about right now. Like Yeah, they...
1: Party Dong is just a, the season three for Party Dong. So they, Party Dong was a show that was a kind of like a scratch it show for uh, when Arrested Development went. It's like Arrested Development is about this company that does thing for parties and it does the same style of humor. And that was my show. But the thing is it is we're talking about since stuff like um Severance came out and he the staff that went on to do severance, which is like totally different to his style of you know, the comedy silence. And then uh, we call it this show coming out this week, um, History of the World Part Two. Hey, right, what?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Um yeah. I'm I'm curious to see that I'm curious to, Very see, excited to see how it, yeah. how exactly the could this technically is a sequel to, you know, the, the 1981 cult classic, you know what I mean? Right. Uh yeah. So um but it's a it's a series which which I think is pretty um intriguing, yes. Right. Uh, but I'm really curious to see what they do there, right? Yeah. Um speaking of TV shows, uh, Last of Us will be wrapping up. Right. And you know, just going off of what I said last week, you know, in the closing of that episode, um, yeah, I think each we just gonna be fuck the Oscars. We gotta drop the final episode. We'll see. We'll see who will watch what. Eh? We'll see what, right? Yeah. So hopefully there won't be any slaps of people. Uh, but then again, um that well then again, that that final episode might be two uh, sorry, I say two and a half hours. Might be an hour and a half, right? So right. who knows who might skip, you know, Oscars and watch The Last of Us, right? But yeah, we will right. talk about that. Um also yeah. um, uh Face, you know, Pokerface's you of know, we'll we'll right. that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, movies to look forward to: Uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods for sure. Oh, that coming um, this week? No, no. Um, next week. Next week. Well, sorry, okay. week after. Week after. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, John Wick Chapter Four. Excited right. as hell for right. that. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor among monkey's.
1: Right. Looking good. Could, could oh, be good. Type.
0: Yeah. You know, and you know, just just a lot, just a lot of great stuff that's coming out afterwards, right? Um, Super Mario Brothers movie. We're gonna get yeah. that eventually. Renfield looks awesome. Um, Evil Dead Rise looks amazing. I need to see that. Uh, speaking of that, too. Uh, Scream. Six. I'm not sure if I'm gonna see that. Honestly, right. Uh, I I really don't know. But I I'd ask for somebody who actually watched screen Five in theaters and enjoyed it. I'm sixty-five. um right. 65 i do not know if I'm gonna see that either. Like it might be goofy shit, like good goofy no shit. But I, I I don't know. That's with Adam Driver, and you know he, you know he's a space man or whatever it is, and he's going all right, right, time. right.
1: Sixty-five. This sixty-five the, million years thing, right? Yeah, the dinosaur thing.
0: Yeah, you yeah you know the, the, the whole. Thing it, kinda, right, yeah. that
1: explain that explains something about that. With me about watching movie and, and then complain about it because that <laughs> doesn't make it any sense about, about that whatever. But it looking fun, so cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What, what right. what's it knows was about, right? Yeah. Right. And all oh, right, and before forget before we part ways, where you know, big um big big RIP. With this short RIP. I must say. Yeah, Tom uh, Size. Uh, um, Tom Size, boy. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He passed away, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, well, you know, g- gamers will know him as you know Sonny Forelli for Vice, right. you know. Right. Yeah, he he was that guy, right? Um and while I'm not familiar with all of his films though, you know, I I always remember him from um True Romance. Uh you know right. when he was in, you know, the the masterpiece um It, Private Ryan. Right. Um right. Natural Ball Killers, you know we, right. he, he was just he was just the guy who just showed up on a lot of movies, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Heat, uh um, Enemy of the State, Yeah, enemy, right? You know, yeah. Yeah, Red Red Planet. Um, I mean, the list right, was he was Right, he was that. One.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Black okay. Hawk Down. He was in that. Right. Uh, he yeah. He was in Twin Peaks: in Return, which which I, right. I love. Right. Yeah. 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 He was just in so much shows, but it was it was, it, was, it was it was like like his his um trajectory as as an actor was amazing, right? Uh, even though you know behind the scenes, you know, unfortunately the whole drug addiction, um, that right. he yeah. was that he, that he that he that he did battle, you know, throughout his career, though, that that's another thing as well, right? But yeah, I mean, not much more I could say, man? I mean, R. I. P. To um, nah, size, more, I, I don't yeah. know if you have anything
1: to eat on, on him. No, not yet. He's just one of this uh solid character actor, you know. He was there all the time around, and I was like, Yes, yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate. You know, he died so young and whatnot. It's uh, you know, them's the as they say. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, you forget how much good movie he was in. I was like, Oh, yeah, he was in this, and he was in this, and he was this. And yeah, it was total totally unexpected news. I didn't expect it at all, but yeah, it's, it's really, it's really sad. Uh, but yeah,
0: yeah, it is, it is. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. So once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This was Match Bailey and Ricardo Medina. And we are signing off for another episode of BBB Radio. So to the next one, take care and remember what Chris Rock said. Really don't is. fight in front of white people. <laughs> right. Remember that shit. Remember that shit. <laughs> right, for you. Peace. Take care. Yeah. Right.